Welcome back to Culture Shift here on 1019 WDET. I'm Amanda LeClaire. Thanks for tuning in today. So glad to have you join the show. Hope you're staying hydrated and cool out there. Well, today we have Courtney Wise Randolph from Detour Detroit live in studio. Courtney's been joining us over the past few months to uh, highlight some of the city's movers and shakers. That's what she writes about for Detour Detroit. It's our monthly segment we call The Culture Detour. And Courtney's going to introduce us to a fantastic entrepreneur from the city's west side. Courtney, welcome back to Culture Shift. Thank you. Uh, I just want to say, too, this story that you just published for Detour Detroit came out of a call to action that we did last month when you were on the show, which was if someone out there listening knows of a local entrepreneur in the city who really needs some more attention, is doing some fabulous work, they should get a hold of you, Courtney. Absolutely. So um, we had done a story about another business that was on in this neighborhood. And they encouraged us to reach out to somebody who heard the piece on Culture Shift and then said, well, maybe you should walk down the street to this other person. So it's, it's a <laughs> connection about word of mouth, people in Detroit keeping their ear to the ground and knowing who's out there, that whose stories need to be told. So I'm excited about you all listening and telling me where to go uh, to amplify the stories of the Detroiters who we need to talk to. Okay, and right now we are going to be talking to an entrepreneur who has been running a business uh, for almost 50 years. So this business at least has been open for almost 50 years. Tony Porter is joining us live. Well, actually, yes. the article that we published today talks about two business owners. So they're Jernice McAdoo Purifoy. She's the owner of McAdoo Dental, and she has been in um, business for almost 50 years. But Tony Porter actually is a multi-hyphenate entrepreneur. She's got a few businesses. But this business that is down the street from McAdoo Dental is a new brick and mortar. So I'm really excited to talk to Tony today. Um, Tony, are you there? I'm absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. Tony, can you tell me what do you do? Just can you introduce yourself really quickly? Okay, well, I'm Tony Porter, a.k.a. The Candle Lady, a.k.a. DJ Candlelight. Um, I... I started doing candles, um, kind of ventured off into the DJ, so that's why I'm kind of, I guess, multi-talented or multifaceted, um, as you want to say. But I've been the candle lady um, since 2012, but I finally, finally got a, a brick and mortar, so I'm super excited. Yeah, I'm really excited about that, too. There's a, What I was most interested in in the story that we ended up publishing is this thing that's brewing up with black women entrepreneurs over on West Six Mile. So you are on a block where women aren't just owning the businesses, but they're also owning the buildings where their businesses operate from. So uh, can you tell me about uh, that experience of looking for a location and why it is that you ended up deciding that you would open your business on West McNichols? Well, ironically, um, when I came into the building, it was uh, black-owned business. It was a real estate tax office. And so I had a good vibe just from uh, the gentleman who was showing and just knowing that he had been here. But I grew up in Rosedale Park, so it was very familiar area for me, um, almost nostalgic, kind of like you're coming back home. And then ironically, I... I found the building in March. We ended up closing about the end of March, and I found out my neighbor, she owns all four of the buildings next door to me. So I just immediately was feeling very proud, like, not only, you know, am I a black woman, but I own this, and my neighbor, she's a black woman, and she owns hers as well. So it was just, you know, amazing to me. And then her tenants are women. 
as well. So what is it like existing in an ecosystem like that in the city? You tell me you grew up in Rosedale Park. Now you are a business owner yourself and you discovered along the way and looking for a building to open your brick and mortar that black women own the building next to you and black women own the buildings down the street where they're running businesses from. What does it feel like? Well, for me, it's everything. Um, One, just to kind of be able, like I said, to come back home, um, so to speak. I I pretty much grew up in Rosedale Park um, the entire beginning of my life, right before college, um, and we actually moved in. But for me, to come back to the city where I grew up, um, to put some money back in the neighborhood where I'm from, to me meant everything. Um, I've seen a bunch of small businesses Grow up, growing up just in this area, um, at, well, when I was growing up, it wasn't maybe as many black-owned, but now just seeing the transition of how many, not only small business owners, but black-owned business owners are coming back to these areas and just revitalizing them, it excites me um, because we went through a period of, you know, just plenty of abandoned houses, plenty of abandoned buildings. So just looking at how people are coming back and revitalizing the area and putting money into it, um, it's everything. I mean, I couldn't ask for anything better. What's your relationship been like with the community so far? So uh, if we could paint a picture for what it looks like in terms of where your building is located on Six Mile, it's not it's not set too far off from the residential community. So West McNichols is a very busy commercial street, but it's right. not too far off from the residential community that is the where you are, Rosedale Park, but is connected to these larger uh, neighborhoods in the Grandmont Rosedale kind of district. So how does the community interact with your business? Well, I'm brand new as far as opening, so doors did not open until officially Juneteenth. Um, I'm just kind of getting my feet back wet in the area um, and visiting different businesses, just trying to drop off some business cards, meet some other owners. Um, But it's it's a real homey feeling, if that makes sense. You know, I mean, you got a lot of people just kind of walking by, like, "Hey, oh, I saw the I saw the balloons the other day," or "I've been seeing the sign," and I just wanted to stop in. So, it's been good for me so far. You know, I mean, it's it's almost as if you're starting over once you get a physical location, because now I'm driving people to the location versus online. But it's been a good a good feel for me. I'm um, just kind of interacting with my neighbors in the neighborhood. When I was there just investigating places to go, like people from other business owners and people who were patroning the uh, other businesses directed me to you. So that was my experience. I thought that was pretty cool. I know that you've been um, in business now with Tony's Collection specifically, which is the business that operates from the building where you are at 19222 West McNichols. Uh, what? But but you've been in business for nine years. So the building just opened for you to have the brick and mortar, but you've been doing what you've been doing for nine years. What do you Absolutely. do? What's happening out of that space? So in this space, um, I've now been able to create um, not only a candle space for the retail portion, but I do candle parties here as well. Um, I also do the DJing. So as soon as, like I said, I was just trying to get everything settled but so I can kind of go back and do my live segments. Once COVID hit, we were kind of on lockdown, so I kind of took advantage of the fact that we were at home. Um, I'm hearing good music, and it was it was really just a vibe. So I fell into the DJing, and this provides me a space not only to house the equipment but to actually continue doing live segments um, as well as just creating a physical space for me to manufacture uh, the products 
uh, that was the biggest thing is, is getting out the house. So what does that candle party look like? I mean, when I was in the store, I interacted with some of the fragrances that you have on display, but you're, it is a big deal. Now you're not making candles at home. You've got a building where you're making candles in house. And how are you extending that to the community, to people who come in for the candle parties? So we've got two types. We've got our traditional candle party, which would be um, just where we're coming in. You guys are playing some games, smelling candles. We're just kind of running through the product line. Then we have what we call a sip and sense, where you guys are physically making the candles. Um, I give you all the ingredients. We're, I'm walking through, you know, step-by-step instruction, and you guys are leaving with the candle that you're making to take home. Also, because we had COVID, um, I had created a kit so that people could do it at home. So this, like I say, just finally to have a brick and mortar is everything because now everyone can come into a location. We don't have to worry, you know, about doing it at home, even if as small as, like I say, it could be one or two people and as large as, you know, what you want to do for your own party. Tony, I, what you're talking about just sounds so so cool, but I have to ask, I have the silliest question for you, but because you go by DJ Candlelight, uh, do you <laughs> DJ by Candlelight? Because if, if you were in the studio here, if it was possible, if we did not have fire regulations here, I would just have candlelights uh, all over in the studio here. That's how I like to do it. So do you DJ by Candlelight as well? Cause that'd be Ironically, awesome. that's exactly how I did it at home. I would have the candle burning, and I... I, I just did, like I said, you guys, I had no clue DJing was as fun as it was. I feel like for women, it is the best job. And if you're a mom, it's even better because it's like you get a moment just to let your hair down, hear some good music, you get paid and you're going back home. But definitely while at home, my set was my controller, my laptop, my iPhone, um, and my candle. And it was, I don't know, you know, it was whatever the scent was for the night, but that's exactly how DJ Candlelight came about. I love that. That is so amazing. Thank you. Tony, it's been a pleasure to have you on the program. I don't know if there is anything else um, you wanted us to hear really quickly about the business that you're operating. Let us know. Is there anything else we should know about your space? Um, Nothing besides stop in to see me. It's an even better experience. From transit trans from I'm sorry from transitioning online to in store, I'm really trying to create an atmosphere that's warm and inviting, and the candles are even better. So if you guys just stop in and see me, you know, brand new to the neighborhood, um, but you can also shop online at www.toniscollection.com. So that's T O N I S C O L L E C T I O N dot com. Thank you so much, Tony. Just no, thank wanna- you guys. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Um, Just again, for anybody listening, if you know that there is a business owner or a member of the community just doing something really cool, they don't have to be an entrepreneur. They could be somebody living in the neighborhood with you that's doing something you believe that the rest of us Detroiters need to know about. Please just let me know. I'm at Courtney at DetourDetroiter.com, and I'll be looking forward to bringing those stories next month. And artists as well, Courtney, right? You you previewed photographers as well? Yes, yes. All right, so if you know someone cool who's doing some great work in the city, get a hold of Courtney Wise Randolph. She's joining us live here in studio. You can read her story at DetourDetroiter.com. Courtney, thanks again for coming in to WDET. Thank you very much for making space for us. You're listening to Culture Shift here on 101.9 WDET-FM.